All right, guys, before we get stuck into today's episode, I want to thank the major sponsor of the Fitness and Lifestyle Podcast, Unify Health Supplements. Unify have the highest quality ingredients on the market along with the best tasting products. You guys can head to unifyactive.com and use the code DJK10 to get 10% off all products on the website. So that's DJK10 at unifyactive.com to save 10% on all products with Unify Health Supplements. Let's get stuck into the show. Welcome to the Fitness and Lifestyle Podcast. I'm your host, Danny Kennedy, and I'm here to help you become the very best version of yourself. What is up, legends? Welcome to a very short but sweet solo round of the Fitness and Lifestyle Podcast. This episode today is purely here to help anyone at the moment who is going through a fat loss phase, whether it's your first time, second time, you've done a hundred of them, whatever it may be. I want to share my experience because I have gone through so many fat loss phases. I've made all the mistakes that you possibly can make in terms of trying to lose body fat. And I also get to experience whether it's secondhand through online clients, whether it's talking to people in the gym or seeing it myself, whether it's seeing shit on social media and whatnot, how difficult everyone makes the process of trying to lose body fat and how it very quickly turns into a very negative association with trying to lose body fat and the whole experience around it, which is not what it should be. It should not be a really negative experience. It's actually, it should be enjoyable. I mean, the first thing you need to understand is think of your fat loss phase as like the reward for all the work that you have put in to build your physique to the point where it is right now and you get now to like you get the reward of reducing the body fat percentage low enough to that you get to reveal all the hard work underneath all right when we talk about retaining muscle mass and whatnot we'll talk about this quickly in a second like the only thing you can do with a muscle is increase or decrease its size so when we talk about definition toning all these shitty words that don't mean anything the only thing that alludes to is that you have built up the muscle mass underneath the body fat and now you have reduced it enough to reveal the shape underneath and that creates the illusion of tone and definition and, and whatnot. But what I'm going to do today is very quickly share uh, the fat loss mistakes that I see quite often and what you can do instead, all right? And a lot of these be quite common sense, but some of them you, you probably are doing right now and I want to help you out to save you, uh, I guess, the difficulty and the struggle that you need to go through to get in shape. Now, don't get me wrong. I do want to preface by saying that to lose body fat, you're putting your body in an uncomfortable position, a position it does not want to be in. We need to be in a negative energy balance, which our body does not want. So yes, of course, that is going to be difficult to some degree, but not to the degree of what most people make it for themselves. Okay, so I'm going to save you a fuckload of time um, and I'm going to allow you to enjoy the fat loss phase in a way that removes that negative association with losing fat and allows you to enjoy the experience, which means you're going to adhere to it a lot easier. The results are going to last a lot longer because so many people I see do a fat loss phase for a very fucking short period of time, having to go way too aggressive, which I do want to talk about in a second, and then looking great for a week or two and then you know, getting finally getting to the point where they don't need to follow the shittiest diet ever and follow a training plan that they don't enjoy and before you know it you're you're out of shape again you're back to all all of your old habits and all that hard work is kind of gone and i use this analogy like if i was to tell you right now you could have your dream car 
what you need to do is, you know, work your ass off for the next two months, two to three months. You need to work your ass off, save all your money, not go and do all the things that you want to do and, and whatnot and, and really have to grind and work hard to to get this brand new car. But I'm only going to give it to you for one week and I'm going to take it back. Who the fuck would do that, honestly? I mean, maybe you might do it so you can drive it for a week, but most people wouldn't do that. So why do people not see that association with it when it comes to losing body fat and getting in shape? It really does blow my mind, um, but hopefully this helps you today. So the first mistake is not allowing yourself enough time, all right? So people spend a significant amount of time eating in a surplus or at maintenance and they decide they want to lose body fat and they're like, all right, I'm going to give myself fucking three to four weeks or some shit, right? Now, here's the problem with not giving yourself enough time. Firstly, you are already creating stress from day one. When our stress is high, our cortisol is high, it makes it super difficult to lose body fat and we make stupid decisions. In a very short period of time, that means, and you know, unless this is a planned mini cut, by the way, which that's a, a, a podcast for another day, in a short period of time, you, you typically have to go into a very aggressive calorie deficit, so eating nowhere near enough, which is going to suck. You have to train your absolute ass off and have a high energy expenditure, which makes it very difficult, can often lead to injury. Obviously, it sucks, so it's not enjoyable at all. And then in that period of time, it's very likely that you're not going to achieve the physique that you want to achieve or the look that you want to achieve. And in the process, you're going to lose muscle mass. So this is just a lose-lose situation. So instead of you know, trying to do this in a fucking real short period of time, allow yourself more time, okay? In a longer a longer time frame to lose body fat, you allow yourself to, to lose body fat at a much higher calorie intake. You allow yourself to retain more muscle mass, which makes the process easier and will make you look better at the end. It allows you to um, have wiggle room in case you get sick, in case you have a niggle, in case there's social events on or, you you know, for whatever reason you have to miss training sessions or you're not able to train as often or as hard as you would like in certain periods. We have more room to achieve that physique then. So do not limit yourself by making your fat loss phase way too short. Second mistake, and this kind of comes off the back of the first one, is, is being in far too much of a calorie deficit. So a very significantly large calorie deficit. So a prime example would be someone going from 2,500 calories a day at maintenance or a surplus and then eating like 1,500 calories. So you've shaved off 1,000 calories a day. Over the span of the week, that's 7,000 calories. So you put yourself in a 7,000 calorie deficit over the span of one week. Now, the reason people do that is because one, they're impatient, but two, you're going to lose weight, okay? First, we want to lose body fat, not weight, because we're trying to retain muscle mass, but that initial week or two, of fucking course you're going to lose weight because you have just drastically reduced your energy input and most likely increased your energy output. So you're going to see short results in a short period of time, but then, then you are going to hit a plateau. Now, when you hit the plateau, what are you meant to do with your food? go even lower and damage your metabolism even more, which also sucks ass and, and it's not going to be enjoyable for, enjoyable for you or increase your output, which I'm sure if you're doing this with your calories, your output's already too high. So by allowing yourself enough time, what I want you to do with your calorie intake initially is go into a slight deficit. So whatever calorie intake you are at right now, if it's maintenance or surplus, reduce your intake by around three to 400 calories from where you are now. That's your starting point. Okay, so even if you're 100 calories below your maintenance, you're still in a deficit. So theoretically, you should still be losing body fat, maybe at a slower rate. But in this position here, you're able to, one, eat more food, which is more enjoyable. Two, 
retain more muscle mass because you're not significantly dropping calories. And three, you're allowing yourself, like it's, it's more enjoyable to eat more food firstly, right? But you're giving yourself more wiggle room because when you hit a plateau, now we can either increase our energy output if it's not already too high or we can decrease our food intake without it feeling like the end of the world. All right, so if I've gone from, we'll use the example again, 2,500 calories and I've taken away 300 calories. So now I'm eating 2,200 a day and I hit a plateau. If I drop from 22 to 2,100, it's not going to feel like much of a difference and it's still a decent amount of food if that's where you're at um, at your starting point with 2,500. So start in a small calorie deficit and then build on that when we hit plateaus or increase your output. Next thing is... People are not eating anywhere near enough protein. So for some reason, people think that when they're in a surplus, that's when they should eat a lot of protein. But when they're in a deficit, you can reduce your protein a lot. It's kind of the other way around. If you're in a calorie surplus, then you've got enough calories to recover properly between sessions. So you can almost afford for your protein to be slightly lower in a surplus. Whereas in a deficit, as I mentioned, our goal is to retain muscle mass. And something that is going to help with that is to increase our protein intake and, and I would always recommend at least minimum of two grams of protein per kilo of body weight. Um, and it's also a thermogenic macronutrient. So it's going to help you in that process of trying to lose body fat. The next mistake is starting with training output way too high. So very similar pairs kind of with the significant calorie deficit, but starting with your energy output too high. And an example of this may be going to the gym five times a week and then doing five or six cardio sessions as well. Now, to me, that sounds like absolute dog shit. But secondly, it's far too much, far too much, far too soon. Because again, you're, you're not giving yourself wiggle room when you inevitably will hit a plateau. It's going to happen, I promise you. So if it does happen and you're already training, what's that? Fucking like 10 to 11 times per week. What are you meant to do? Start training more. That's not going to be enjoyable for you. It's not necessary because it's so important to understand that cardio should be used as a tool to, to increase your energy output. Cardio does not equal fat loss. Just because you do cardio doesn't mean you're going to lose fat. I do more cardio in my calorie surplus, like when I'm gaining, than I do when I'm trying to lose fat. And that's purely for aerobic health, and I think that is important, and you know that's why it, it can be important. And, and whether if you're not training at a high enough intensity in the gym in your fat loss phase, and maybe you should start with a little bit of cardio at the start, but... You want to start off, and I've mentioned this before, you want to start with training as little as possible. And what I mean by that is that's like the minimum amount of training that you're going to start with so that when you need to increase, it's not that hard. If I start off my fat loss phase with four gym sessions a week, so four strength or resistance training sessions, and that's it. When I hit a plateau, I've obviously got the option to reduce food or what I can do is increase output. So that may mean adding a fifth day in the gym that may mean adding one cardio session. So I've gone from four sessions to five. And then we keep rinse and repeating when we hit plateaus. And it becomes very easy. And then you're able to enjoy your training. You're able to retain more strength and muscle mass. And you've got more room to move when you hit plateaus. So that means better adherence, an easier fat loss phase, and more progress over a longer period of time. And then once you reach that point, so you may get in exceptional shape by training four times a week and still eating a decent amount of calories. Compare that to the last time you tried to lose fat and you're eating fuck all, you know, like I've, my, my dog probably would be eating more than more calories than what you would eat in a day. 
and you're training as if you're about to go to the next Olympics, probably training more than that. That is a shit experience and you're not going to enjoy it. So the, the mental <clears throat> pairing of that is you thinking that it sucks because it does and the the physical side of things is you're just overtraining yourself. You're, not, you're under-eating and overtraining and that's not going to give you results for a long period of time. And once you eventually get to the point where you feel like you're happy with where you're at, you're not going to be able to sustain that. Okay, because you know recovery is still a significant part of, of trying to lose body fat. It's a huge part. And that comes down to obviously quality foods within your calorie deficit. It comes down to trying to get as much quality sleep as you can. You know, that's exactly why I've started using the Whoop Band in this fat loss phase is to really monitor my sleep recovery, my, my sleep quality, sorry, and my recovery percentage to make sure that I'm not overdoing it when I'm in a fat loss phase because it's going to lead to higher cortisol levels, increased um, chance of, of injury and and niggles and whatnot and then overall enjoyment and motivation is going to drop off if this is how I'm training all the time. So that's another mistake that we want to eliminate. The next one on the nutrition side of things is cutting out all the food and drink that we enjoy most. It's so unnecessary and I talk about this over and over again. If we can set our calorie intake at a calorie deficit, eat enough protein, choose majority of our food intake, our calorie intake from more nutrient-dense healthy options, and then allow that 10 to 20% of our intake to come from whatever the fuck we want, whether it's ice cream before bed, whether it's a glass of wine with dinner, whether it's chocolate, whether it's, you know, people cut out shit like milk with their coffee or bread and all this stuff. It's so unnecessary if you are not intolerant to these things. If it's something that you usually have, keep it in there, track it with your intake, think of your calorie intake like a financial budget on a daily and weekly basis, and you are fucking good to go. So why cut anything out that you know you can't live the rest of your life without because that is a recipe for disaster and by the time you add it back in, you are more than likely going to overdo it because you've deprived yourself of it for so long. I've got a couple more here. I don't want to go into too much detail. I want to keep this nice and short, but hopefully these are helping you guys out. The next one here, I've got three more, right? No, two, 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 two. Next one is changing your training completely from when you were in a calorie surplus or maintenance phase. So if I'm training at the moment and you know my training stays pretty much the same in terms of the structure of my training, regardless of whether I'm trying to build muscle mass or, or lose body fat. But if I've, let's use a, a squat and a bench press, for example, over time in a, a surplus. So I've built up my squat, I'm squatting whatever, let's say I'm squatting 150 kilos and bench pressing 100 so many people, when they go into a fat loss phase, all of a sudden start training like they're doing a pump class and they're using weights that they could lift all day for thousands and thousands of reps. So, you know, that's a bit of an over-exaggeration, but picking a weight that is far too easy and just doing high reps training for the burn. Muscle mass comes down to use it or lose it. If you are not re- retaining your strength by continuing to lift heavy, you will not retain the muscle mass because you don't need it. Your body doesn't need it. So at least your compound movement should still be aiming to retain your strength by lifting heavy with perfect technique, with great intensity and rest periods and whatnot in between. And then you can throw in your volume with your accessory movements towards the end of the session and whatnot. That's fine. And uh, you should be doing that. But don't completely change the way you train. Don't just start training with high reps and lightweight, trying to train for the burn because it's not going to do anything positive for you. You're going to lose muscle mass, meaning you will look a little less good when you lose the body fat. You will lose muscle mass, which will damage your metabolism. 
and make may mean that you have to eat less to lose body fat because the more lean muscle tissue you hold, uh, the more calories you will burn at rest, which makes it you know quite simple um, in terms of losing body fat if you're retaining more lean muscle tissue. Um, so, yeah, my, my whole point with that is don't change your training completely. Try and retain strength and muscle mass. Process will the process will be uh, a fuckload better, more. It'll be better. <laughs> Fuck. Um, okay, last one, and that is going to be that you cannot rely on supplements to help you lose fat unless you're eating in a calorie deficit, unless you're training efficiently, unless you are hydrating efficiently, unless you are recovering efficiently by aiming for good quality sleep and allowing enough rest time between sessions and allowing enough rest periods in your sessions, supplements will do sweet fuck all. Now, in saying that, if you've ticked all those boxes, then yes, they can be fantastic, but they are purely there, as the name would suggest, to supplement everything else. They may give you that extra percent that you need. A supplement like a protein powder is obviously fantastic, and I use it daily. I use the EHP Labs Isopept or Oxyway every single day to help me reach my protein intake. But I'm talking about things like creatine. I'm talking things like fat loss, uh, you know, fat burners like the OxyShred. It's one of my favorite supplements, but it will not burn fat for you if you're not doing everything else correctly. Amino acids, all this type of stuff. These are all great supplements when they are used with the purpose they're meant to be used in. But if you're not doing everything else correctly, then you you can forget about seeing these results because that's not what that is not what is going to give you the results. It'll give you the extra edge. It'll make the process more enjoyable and, and easier to an extent. But you cannot rely on supplements to lose body fat. All right. That is it for me. Um, I hope this has been super helpful. If it has, I just want you to do me one favor. I just ask in return that you share this with as many people as you can. Um, take a screenshot, post on Instagram story for me, tag me. I'd love to hear your feedback on this episode because I think it will be very helpful. And at this time of the year, particularly in Australia, it is very much so needed. Um, and yeah, I was just kind of sitting here. I just had a, another podcast before with the guest and this idea kind of sprung into my head and I wanted to, to share with you guys. So I hope you appreciate it and I hope you like it get some value out of it. Um, I, I really do appreciate you listening. If you haven't subscribed already, please do. Um, but yeah, enjoy this one. Make sure you make those changes if you haven't already. And uh, good luck with your fat loss phase.